Welcome everybody to the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. You're home for all wrestling, everything wrestling. What's up, fellas? What's going what on? Happy Saturday. What's going on? What's going on? I said, oh, Henry, what do you got? Is that what I think it is? <laughs> is that the new is that the new is that the demo of the new uh new possible peril bringing out? Possibly. Okay, I like a little orange. Okay. I like what I see. You know what I'm saying? Soto, what do you think? I like it. I like it. I think uh, the last time you had uh, what a blue shirt on. Blue. Yeah. I like what I the see. Orange blends well, yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, you know, no extra yeah. outer marks, whatnot. Was you use a cricket? Yeah, I believe so. I know my uh, mother-in-law has a printer that's gonna print print this out you to make it look better. Okay. Okay. All right. Let me find out. I do some big things out in PA like that. Okay. Yeah. That's dope. All right. Well. Enough of the, the, the uh, formalities here. Um, first and foremost, I want to give a special birthday shout out to the Phenom, the Dead Man, the American Badass. I think his birthday was yesterday. And I was you know, used to roll his eyes back in the day when uh, Undertaker showed up and tried to have know their no eyes it, and whatnot. I never, yeah, I tried it, but. <laughs> so I just want to get that out there. Happy birthday to, happy belated to Undertaker, Mr. Mark Calloway himself. And let's get right into the day. Let's get into this episode. Soto, take the lead here. What we got going on, baby? Yeah, we'll start with uh, AEW. So for those who tuned in and watched AEW Dynamite, we saw FTR putting their AEW careers on the line. So it's going to be a career versus titles match against the Guns. Um, what do you guys feel like about this stipulation, considering how – you know, there's been reports that, um, you know, FTR and their contract situations, like, you know, they might leave, they might stay. Um, and then, you know, quickly after that has been reported, now they're putting their AEW careers on the lines, you know, uh, against the guns. Uh, I think a lot to do. I'm not going to lie. It has a lot to do with all the flag they kind of took the past couple of weeks in regards to the CM Punk situation. I think that might play a part as well, that there's just so much heat going on. And, you know, I don't know if many people really want to defend AEW, defend CM Punk in the AEW locker room. I mean, we got, got, like, I'm a Punk fan. We all know he did some dickhead shit. It is what it is. Oh, we'll we'll talk about CM Punk in a few. But I think think FTR has been the most vocal one. They bring him back, they send a third, and then, you know, the locker room was a bunch of guys that CM Punk dealt with. So there might be a lot of flat going on. So who knows if this is a setup for Khan to kind of like give him some time off, you know, or whatever the case may be. Um, but FTR has done a lot of work in AEW. So I think, maybe, I don't know, have, have they ever had time off? Is it, are they due for it? Omega's had time off. They've had, had time off. They've had time off. But uh, they have, they've had time off. It's yeah. just that they've, they've wanted to be in, uh, they wanted to be showcased in AEW more. They were showcased mm-hmm. in Ring of Honor, but you know that the A show is AEW. Yeah, exactly. right. And I'll just counter off that. I don't think it has anything to do with Sandpunk. I think it has to do with that picture that went viral a couple months ago where he was uh, drinking uh, liquor. And in the background, on, on the left-hand side, you saw a little WWE contract there. 
And then later on, it was photoshopped out of the picture. So the question is, are they signing a WWE contract after their contract's up with AEW and going back? When is the contract up? April. I think it's, I want to say, I'm not sure of the date, but I think it's the middle of April sometime. So just, is it like April 1st, they're gone? I think it's April 18th. I wanted to say that that date's stuck in my head. Oh, I want to say it was April 1st because April 3rd, you know, that's the second biggest mini of the year. So, I mean, second biggest role of the year. You never know. It could be they could negotiate something where. I mean, listen, FTR are known to be trolls too. Like, they, they, they. They troll, you know, the fans and whatnot. And I think you ha- you have to keep it 50-50. Like, are they leaving? Maybe. Are they staying? Maybe as well. Because it's like, I don't think Tony Khan is going to let them go that easily, right? But then again, it's like, damn, the Guns just won the championship. And what, now you're handing it over to, to FTR? So it's like, for me, there's like, I feel like there's something fishy behind that situation right there. I think they're leaving. I think you wouldn't put your career on the line. I think um, Dax was more vocal when, like, he said, like, what they're looking for is to uh, revolves on their availability to work certain days. Like, kind of like, in a way, like Roman Reigns. You know how Roman Reigns, you know, he'll show up, but then he'll have a stretch where he doesn't show up. He makes his appearances, but he doesn't actually wrestle. Right. Um, And that's something that I think Triple H could do for FTR. Listen, Triple H loves FTR. Um, their push ended when you know, uh, obviously when Vince was in charge, but you know, they had a complete dominant run in NXT, um, and then showed s- certain flashes in, uh, you know, when they got called up, but you know, they never lived up on, you know, f- uh, to their true potential until they left, right? I think it's April, just looking it up, I think it's April 18th. I'm, I'm not remember, sure, I saw, yeah, because if it's <laughs> if it's, it's April, though, I think I think they had extended their contract so that they could fulfill any obligations. And I think due to an injury, I think they got extended a little longer. So I think it's it's. I'm going to say the middle of April, just to be in the safe side. I won't put the exact date, but I think yeah, they're not up in April. I think uh, Sean Ross Sapp had said that the like their FTR's contract uh, expire at the end of April. So yeah, I mean it's it's something you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. That April day is very if you like if you June July that's kind of like okay I get that, and AEW and WWE could use some more tag team talent, and FTR has you know, where would you rank them in the world today? We had that several to... several conversations several podcasts ago. So yeah, I mean, so we'll we'll disagree with that one. So, yeah, I know. mean, like just imagine them going back to WWE. Um, not only it would just make their tag team division that much better, but just think about all the matches. Like you can you can run back um, and actually ex- execute it well. A match between them and the Usos, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can run FTR versus the newly formed team of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. You can have them against um, the a lot Street of those NXT Profits. guys too. Yeah, the Street of Profits, like Creed Brothers, yeah. Gallus. Yeah. So it's like so, uh, so this favorite group pretty deadly. I like them. They're yeah. funny. They're funny. Yeah. So, but it's it's NXT it's got tag team. So like Soto said with the troll thing, I won't divulge into this any much longer, but uh they're good at being trolls. I think WWE has a lot of tag teams that are up and coming. 
and will be going to that could be going to the main roster soon. So I mean, it could be a troll or it could be something else. It could be like you said. So it'll be I'm leaning towards a troll because again, they they get you know they uh, get along with Tony Khan and and again, I don't think they Tony did edit Khan, the picture though. He did edit the picture though after fans yeah, called him out. So true. that's that's also a red flag too. So I mean, there's so many different ways it can go. So we'll see. Yeah, it's it's interesting to find out only because it's April. So April is usually the biggest month where you have a lot of stuff that goes on and then a lot of stuff that you end up seeing. So just like the Raw after Mania is huge. WrestleMania is around the corner. You're setting up backlash. There's a lot of stuff that's being introduced. So yep. it's it's very it, – just because you said April, it's a lot of stuff that can go in play. If it was a regular month, then yeah, okay, cool. Like, I, I just think it's like it's up in the air, um, you know, I thought they would stick with AEW, but you know, you, one's got to think like, all right, they might get more money in WWE, right? They're going to get more money in WWE. Triple H, that's their boy. He's going to toss the bag at them. No, plus, like you just mentioned, the managerial changes that WWE has made that might sway them. You know, well, they're also they're also letting wrestlers have control of their creative character to a little extent now. And they're also letting wrestlers do their own promos, so that might be appealing to somebody like FTR. And they are really good in the mic as well. And so, I, you know, uh, again, going back, I think the the key to this is, is just schedule. They don't want to work every single week. And then we've seen again with Roman Reigns, we've seen with Johnny Gargano, we've seen with. Yeah. I don't know. I can't think of another one at the moment, but they've been lenient. Whether all right, you know, uh, have the week off, or you know, you know, so it's like I don't know. That that might sway their decision. But well, they they just to add on to it before we move on to the next hour. WWE actually has their wrestlers wrestle less now than they did in previous years. I think it's they used to do three hundred and forty something days. I think they're like two fifty now. They're at two. I think it's two twenty now. He's getting less. Is it two twenty? I think it's two twenty. So they've they have gone into the thing where they try to reserve the wrestlers and help them out. So that's come a long way too. So good point, Soda. Yeah. Uh, we move on to I, I think one of the most intriguing storylines um, in AEW currently, and that's the Elite versus the Blackpool Combat Club. And the reason why I added this segment in because it's what might happen, right? So well, it may happen, Soto. Yeah, <laughs> that. <laughs> um, well, you've been teasing that for a while, so yeah. The so, hangman, Soto, you, you take hangman, the mic on that because that's your, yeah. Hangman you joining the elite is something that a lot of us um, kind of want to see right now. But you too, man. You try to act like you're not a fan of that. You've been hyped up for that for like weeks. Yeah, yeah, no, of course, of course. But one thing that we have to keep on, well, uh, keep an eye on, is Don Callis, and. Here's the reason why, I, and I mentioned this. So Don Callis, um, as you know, is very close to Kenny Omega, managing Kenny Omega. But the shit has, that he's been pulling the past week or two is kind of like, all right, you're on some funny business. So when the Young Bucks get attacked, he prevented Kenny Omega from going with the Young Bucks to the hospital. Who went? Hangman Page, right? Then... Uh, in the main event, uh, in which was Kenny Omega versus um, Hijo del Vikingo, which was amazing. Elite. That Elite. Was 6.30 off the top rope. Yeah, into the table, that, that was that amazing. Man does, that man does that like like it's every day, bro. It's crazy. 
but uh, it, it was the after aftermath. You saw the uh, Blackpool Combat Club attacking uh, Kenny Omega, and then Hangman makes a save. And then I don't know what the hell Don Callis tried to do, trying to pull uh, um, Hangman, but there goes Don Callis deceiving Kenny Omega into thinking, all right, Adam Page just hit me, when all Adam Page really did was shove him. Um, so there you have Don Callis trying to frame Kenny, I mean, uh, Adam Page. And now, you know, Kenny Omega is thinking, well, yo, what are you doing? Like, you hit my, you shoved or hit my guy. Um, personally, I think where this is going to end up going is Don Callis is going to turn on Kenny Omega. I, I feel like, I feel like Don Callis is going to join and lead or be the vocal leader of the Blackpool Combat Club. Um, which, you know, which will have the elite come fully, you know, come together. Can I just say this really quick? I cannot stand Don Callis. I love Don Callis. I think Soto, uh, I'll make it quick because I'm not going to touch it. I think you made a valid point. I was just going to go that route and saying that I think he could join the uh, Blackpool Combat Club. And for the reason, he's going to fill that role that uh, William Regal had. Uh, sort of going to be similar to that because everybody thought Regal was sort of a face. You think you think he'd be better? I'm not gonna say he'd be he'd be better, because Regal is Regal's prestige and everything else is right. are none. I'll never say that. But I think that he would be good for some of the weaker talkers in the group that sort of need that voice to be out there and get them a little bit more over. Because mm-hmm. I'm gonna say I don't think John Moxie needs somebody talking for him. Because when he was in WWE, he was good on the mic. Somebody like. Claudio definitely probably needs somebody because he's still a little eh. And then Wheeler and everybody else. So, I mean, I think it would be good. I, I definitely see a turn coming. I was, you took it, the words right from my mouth, Soto. I think he's going to turn on Kenny Omega, and I think it's going to be Blackpool Combat Club with Don Callis versus the Elite. Free Kenny Omega. <laughs> Side um, note, though, I, just, um, yeah. I don't know if you guys have realized for the upcoming Ring of Honor Supercard, uh, Claudio is going against um, newly, re- newly released superstar Eddie Kingston. They'll be a uh, fight on Ring of Honor. <laughs> newly released. He's still listen, I don't know. He said, "Listen, I'm, I know it's this, the same, the, the same brand, essentially, or they're under the same umbrella." Manly said, "I quit AW." Walks out, and then a week later, it's on Ring of Honor. Like, "Yo, back!" Like, "Bro, you never left. You just went to Ring of Honor." <laughs> I just, I just want to point that out there. I thought I, it was so funny. Like, you think you actually did something? Like you just you went to the other other show. Like you never actually like quit. <laughs> I just think like with this whole storyline, you know, we we keep saying that Blackpool Combat Club has three, so they would have to recruit one more, right? Uh, if the elite are fully, you know, uh, coming back together, right? And I feel like the perfect person to join the Blackpool Combat Club because it just makes sense is Takeska. And the reason why is you wouldn't have Don Callis try to recruit him week after week after week. Just so not I, just not be on. I just feel like after Don Callis sticks it to Kenny Omega, um, he you know he becomes the lead. Uh, I wouldn't say the leader, but the vo- he joins the Blackpool Combat Club, and I think that's when he fully recruits Takeshka, and then that could be your fourth member. Um, and I I feel like he fits in perfectly with them. 
Well, he, he's learning English, and I mean, it's not bad, but yeah. like, again, that goes to having somebody to be your, your mouthpiece in a group. No, and, and AEW is known for their long term storyline. And then, you know, week after week after week after trying to recruit Takeshka, it just kind of like phased out. And I feel like we're not going to forget about that, you know? I feel like AEW is going to go back to that. Um, and I think that's the perfect opportunity to pull the trigger. Yeah. Uh, in what I think a lot of people are anticipating is Adam Cole's in-ring return next week. About time. Yeah, he's been out for a while. That's all I gotta say. About time. I when, a any any show that has Adam Cole on is better when he's when he's available to wrestle, not just being a mic guy or whatever it is, just being making his appearances. Anything that has to do with Adam Cole wrestling, Russ, that show is electric. Yeah, Adam Cole versus Daniel Garcia should be a banger. That's that's about as simple as can be. Yeah, if, I'm not if, gonna, if, if those who don't agree about like, oh, Adam Cole don't got a wrestler. Yeah. What do you mean Adam Cole got a wrestler? Adam Cole is like top five in the world right now, top ten in the world right now. Why would you not want him on your show? I, I'm just excited that he's fully healthy. You know, he's fully healthy. Um, hopefully, there's no setbacks and everything like that. Um, because you know when Adam Cole joined AEW, we we're like, yeah, that's a future champion in AEW right then and there. Um, so seeing him back fully healthy, um, I'm excited for. And you know, uh, I think Daniel Garcia is a great first opponent for his return. Yep, I agree. So before we move on to Impact, let's just talk about the elephant in the room. CM Punk's deleted Instagram story. Uh, oh man. my guy I, I tweeted this so many times um i just i'm about done with cm punk's shenanigans i'm just gonna throw that out there i feel like this is just i love cm punk the rest of back in the day especially when he was over i'm not don't get me wrong i was a cm punk fan too but as he's gotten older and i've gotten older and i've realizing i think he's just an asshole when he's in the company i just don't know what it is like you're, you're, ju- you're now, just realizing that no, but I'm talking about like you got to think about the full scope. Back then, everybody's like, "Yeah, WWE was this," but when you really look at it and then put it together, like he's basically saying, "Oh, people are throwing him out there unhealthy." And granted, he could be right. There might be one or two people throwing him out there, but my thing is, one or two people don't define a whole company, and that's the thing. Like you're bad mouthing Tony Khan, who's a wrestling fan, just like you, started his own company. To try to give other people a chance to be out there and then you're bad mouthing him you did the same exact thing to triple h and vince mcmahon and everybody and you know obviously he won't bad mouth rh but technically he did by basically making them non-existent for all the years until he came back so i mean his whole instagram story to me was just a shit show everybody's like oh it's a troll because he put another story up about HBK and him having a gay sex or something like that yesterday or some shit is and deleted yeah, I've it. I've seen that. So, I, I mean, I don't think this is a troll. I think this is just the nature of who he is. I think he's just, honestly, like what Chris Jericho said, he's just a toxic person to have in the locker room. His better days are behind him. <laughs> I mean, Jericho is, I like Jericho just for the fact that he's always about talent and putting people over. And honestly, I'll take his word over CM Punk's any day. Subtle thoughts? I, I'm i just tired of this situation, to be honest with you. Um, so yeah. there were numerous reports. I'm not going to cite them because there were just numerous reports of 
the possibility of CM Punk coming back to AEW and the, the fact that he wanted to return to, to AEW. So the fact that this post came out of the blue, right? And then you call out the very people who work for AEW, you know, calling... Uh, uh, he called out uh, Tony, too. Yeah, calling Jericho a liar and a stooge. And then, did he really yeah, call so out Tony? He mentioned... He didn't call him out, but he said he's basically... What he's implying is that AEW's medical staff was negligent and stuff like that and cleared him when he wasn't cleared. Well, so uh, he's he, doing the same thing. He's doing the same thing he did in WWE. And granted, like I said, maybe, like I said, a couple people could have done that. It's possible. But do not call out the owner, person who cuts your check in the company when he might, may, he may or may not know what's well, going on. Well, in that, in that post, he, he, he kind of like, he also shit out David like too. three. Three or four people. So he Side note, up. everybody shows a Dave Meltzer, so we'll put that out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, of course. So yeah. took a shot at Dave Meltzer, called Jericho a stooge and a liar, yep. um, said uh, about Moxley's, uh, how Moxley wouldn't lose to him or refuse to lose to him. Like, you just don't put that out there. But that and goes then, back to WWE days, too. And, no, no, and then like takes a, a, a slight jab at WWE again, saying, um, I'll never put a company above my health ever again. So yeah, that's basically taking a shot at Tony Khan too. Yeah, so I, I don't I'm, know. I'm, just, I'm tired of it, bro. I'm, I I'm don't know like what more this guy wants, you know. And, and you know, if you're planning to come back to the company and whatnot, and you just post this, like it makes no sense. Like, what do you really want? Like, what is your a buyout? What, what a, like what is your mission? It probably is a buyout. If CM okay, CM Punk wants to get by. CM Punk wants to wrestle. CM Punk wants where? to go and where? 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 Where he wrestle? No, it doesn't matter. He wants to wrestle. Whether the company takes him, him, whoever takes him, nobody's taking him. Not that whoever, whoever will take him will deal with what it is because AEW had the same thing. Delta Nelson WWE. WWE took his name from Ring of Honor. Everybody else. Whatever the case, whatever the case I'm a, may I'm be. I'm a rule out. I'm a rule out Impact because that's not going to happen. I'm a rule mm-hmm. out MLW because that ain't going to mm-hmm. happen. I'm mm-hmm. a rule out AAA. Because mm-hmm. that's not what happened. WWE, hell no. Uh huh. Where else we got? Well, the big. Do you R-H, think RH? No. <laughs> do you do you think CM Punk cares? Because he's never cared. That's what. That's why everybody grabs CM Punk. He never cared. He wanted to wrestle because he wanted to wrestle. Didn't care nobody else. Same thing with WWE. He came in, did whatever he wanted to do, whatever the case may be. Got whatever he wanted to do. What got whatever he got. This and third. Hurt, need to get repaired, got paid. That's exactly what he cares about. I mean, yeah. Who doesn't care about the money, though? He doesn't want to wrestle. No, but... You got paid a big-ass... Hold on. You got paid a big-ass contract by WWE. Shit didn't work out. Whatever, whatever. So what is... is, So what is his goal? Is it the buyout or to wrestle? Clearly, he's not going to wrestle AEW, so why doesn't he stay on the contract? Just get bought out. My thing is, yeah. If he gets bought out... Cut ties and call it a day. If he gets bought out, like you said, you both said... Right, I already ruled out major promotions that are going to be hell no to him. So if he really wants to wrestle, like you said, B, who's going to be able to pay him the money he's going to want? Who knows? We don't know. Now it's time to find out. Now just like just how Meltzer does it, who gets fried every day. So it is what it is. Shot them though. He takes a lot of bows. He takes a lot of swords and arrows. Yeah, he's, shots he's, a, he's, also, he's also an idiot. A lot of comments he says too. He needs to think about what he says before he says it. So I I, I take Dave Meltzer's factual, uh, air quote a thousand times, factual 
evidence. If he's not going to wrestle, get bought out. That's because every week you hear you hear whether it's something very small, very minuscule, or even now, just because you, you made a post now, put up in a story on social media, CM Punk coming back. No, CM Punk's not coming back. Whatever the case may be, whatever's whatever. He goes hurt at WWE. Told Vince, I cannot work with Ryback. It's on the Coca Bennett episode. We've all seen that. We've all listened to the episode. I've heard it about three, four times. This and third, again, this pack, whatever it is, and buried himself on the on, in the ring because he shot himself because all the meds he was under trying to wrestle. Hurt, 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 hurt. We've all spoken how bad creative was the early 2000s, early 2010s. So we can all agree that some matches were not supposed to go. Some people weren't supposed to go over. In his opinion, he thought he was supposed to go over in a couple of matches. Whatever the matches can be, it d- doesn't matter. It is what it is. What he thinks is what he thinks at the end of the day. So the whole back and forth, he gets dragged through the mud with Vince. And instead of taking it, he dishes it back and does create more and more issues. Because he's not going to sit there and just get dragged around for no reason. But that's what Vince did back in the day. And then gets fired on his wedding day. So disrespectful. I don't care how bad you are with the well, I mean, yeah, That's disrespectful. That, that, that was pretty bad. So now you leave. You do your shows, whatever the case may be. You want to wrestle. Clearly, you're past your prime. Everybody knows you're past your prime. There's no point in bringing that up. It's over. Like you're you're over the hill, but you still have star power. Goes to AEW. Felt like all right. I'm in a smooth groove, and then he gets it with these guys and acts a fool again. Which has this ever been something not normal by by CM Punk? The normality of what CM Punk is is that normal? That not normal? You've kind of known this for years, even before even before he got big at at uh, at WWE, right? He le- because of that he leaves. Or I'm sorry, because of that he gets fired. He gets drawn out, whatever it is. Comes to AW, this and third gets a little bit of star power because now he's champ. Media scrum happens, starts in the room out because he thinks he got like that. He does not have it like that at all, and then shit disperses because it's him against the board. And we all know the board of the AW is Omega, so on and so forth. So, are you really surprised that this is how Punk acts? He's always acted this way, and always got paid big money to be this way. No, I don't think, I don't I'm think not he's surprised. I, I'm, well, I, I can't talk for Henry. I'm just tired. I'm not surprised either. No. Of the same. So story. get so buy him out. The problem is Khan doesn't want to buy him out. He wants to keep him on the roster. Therefore, he don't go elsewhere. Because you what? don't know what the process is going to be Nobody, nobody wants him. So Maybe why is he bought out yet, Henry? So why is he bought out yet? Because so Tony Khan doesn't want to lose out on that money for nothing. Yeah, he doesn't want to lose out that money. He, made, he it's, like, it's, like, it's like it's like it's uh, like in a way like basketball. All right, if I have to buy you out, all right, then I have no other choice. But it's millions for a wrestling company. And not only that, CM right. Punk is also. So what happens with buyouts is you got to give some of that money back. Knowing how CM Punk is a businessman. You think he gonna want to give any of that money back? I mean, Tony Khan. Whatever the deal something... is, if it's if it's really that bad of a headache, well, clearly it's not because Khan hasn't said anything about it other than what happened with the media scrum and then so on and so forth. We got the rest he, taking he, shots. He, it, he, is. He, it is. It is with that because people do that all the, the time. Media scrum happened too. He could have stopped that too. Who Tony Khan? But Absolutely. he didn't. But he didn't. That's the he didn't, problem. No, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. He, he let it go. Because he, this is a, this is not a, just punk has always been punk. This is not a punk a problem. Boy, like this us. is a con problem. Khan's got Tony Khan's got no nuts. This is called how it is. Right. He, he lets all the wrestlers, like 
he lets all the wrestlers walk all over him, for one. And two, he may be the face of AEW, but he's on the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to the board. All the wrestlers that he assigned to those levels of personnel run that show. Yeah, He's just collecting money and calling it a day. If it was really that big of an issue, Tony Khan said, fuck it. It's only a couple million dollars. Uh, Tony Khan's funneling money by the billions. I like what Tony Khan does. He listens to the fans. He listens to the people. I like that. I like that about him. Which is nice because he is one of them. But but at the same time, it's like he lets certain wrestlers walk over him. Certain? Correct. (laughs) No, no, uh, certain because not all of them. But when I say certain, we're just going to focus on this one particular person, and that's CM Punk. CM Punk walked all over Tony Khan. CM Punk knew what he was doing at that media scrum. He knew that Tony Khan w- couldn't do anything about it. Which not even could he, he wasn't going to. Yeah, which he took full advantage of. Right. Um. But yeah, like I- I'm just like tired of this whole same narrative. If, if it was Punk- really that serious, Tony Khan as a businessman, you have to cut cut all that cut all bad bait. If well, it was really this serious, now we as fans a different story because you have you have a reaction, you have a reaction, I have a reaction. That's fine. We have, many people have that same thing. If it was really that serious, Tony Khan would have cut him. Well, like, bro, like that's it, we're done. Because a guy like Vince, who doesn't have the money at the time, didn't have the money like Tony Khan does, right. was cut people left and right who were headaches, whatever the case may be. But Set there's, them one, home. there's one point where I think we all we all forgot too. Remember that they can't really talk about the situation legally, apparently, because I've heard Tony Khan say it. I've heard Kenny Omega say it. A lot right. of guys got NDAs. Nobody, they, can't, they, have, right. they can't talk about it. So and you can't we'll never and really you know. can believe all reports, right? But then you have numerous Especially reports. Especially Dave Meltzer of all people. Yeah, like. no. But then you have, <laughs> you know, you have um, multiple sources saying that he was willing to come back. He was willing to return. He was willing to apologize. But then out of the blue, because this was out of the blue, some ra- when was, when did, when the the post go out? When the story came out, like random, like like Tuesday morning, something like that. Yeah, it was a weird, it was a weird day. Yeah, it was, it was a weird day because yeah. it was like deleted out of nowhere. But all right, mo- moving on because I'm I'm just saying that, that man's all you 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 could drag that man through the mud, but he's always been this way. He's been a money draw being this way, and now he's older. Which absolutely now it's time to change your ways because this draw. Isn't a draw anymore. You're now you you are now, until you correct your wrong, you write your wrongs. You're another guy on the roster. He's gonna he's gonna lose fans too because I think a lot of fans are just like us are just honestly getting tired of it. Like we know this is how he is, but at the same time, sometimes I'll say sometimes you gotta grow up when it comes to certain things like that. Like I of thought, course I thought he would have learned from the whole WWE. He's not going to because you and know why? Is, because every country he got is big money. If the next country is like WWE cheap as shit. Yeah. Then it's like, or whatever cheap is to him, cheap to us is way they different. Did him, they did him wrong. They fired him on his wedding day. That was wrong. Yeah. Amongst but, other things that Vince did. He's come But they, he did his stuff too. Because I'm not going to completely say he's in He game. started a lot of stuff. That he yeah. did. I can't I can't knock that. He yeah. started a lot of stuff, but there's a lot of things that but were done to, to him that was kind of like, I like straight out of give, pocket. If Phil Brooks, we've seen this. Punk, hear my advice. My advice would be just look at yourself in the mirror and honestly just realize, yeah, you're still star traction and things like that. But eventually fans are going to sour on you and you're going to lose that star power. So do you want to keep doing that? Or do you want to just change and realize and say, I've made a lot of dumb, dumbass mistakes and it's time for me to, you know, correct my wrongs and work towards proving myself. Honestly, I think that's what he needs to say. 
Because we've seen this plenty of time before. I mean, we saw, we've, we've heard plenty of, plenty of reports about Shawn Michaels not liking The Rock and trying to get him thrown out of WWE. And then yeah. he gets hurt, he's gone for seven years and comes uh, back. We missed out on that as well. That's There's not, lots of stuff that happens in, that, in, in, in recent memory. Yeah, you're right. um, we move on to Impact Wrestling, which uh, kind of very unfortunate news, and that's uh, Josh Alexander vacating the Impact World Championship. I saw that uh, yesterday. Yeah, he's been champion for three hundred and what? Well, he was champion for three hundred and thirty-five days, um, but he is um, relinquishing that world champion because he suffered a triceps tear. Yo, that. When you think about how bad it was, because I've heard like they, I don't know if it was re- if like it's legit. They have, they have like some like photos of like his actually actual injury. You know, it looks like a giant like like a softball is up by his shoulder. Like he ripped that thing yeah. off the bone. And, and what sucks is like you know uh, he's one of or you know uh, the top wrestlers in Impact. I mean, yeah. he's the world champion. Um, but just it sucks for Impact because now they have to shuffle their cards and, and their plans. So he, and Rebellion's around the corner. Yeah. So I mean, he had, I think he had a trios uh, match at Sacrifice. He was going to team up with Rich Swan and Frankie Kazarian against Kushida, Alex Shelley, and Chris Saban. Then he was going to defend the Impact World Title against Kushida um, at uh, Multiverse United. Um, on March 30th, and then, like you just mentioned, B, he was going to defend and start that program uh, with Steve Macklin. He was going to defend um, that championship against Steve Macklin at Rebellion on April 16th. Who's actually and, growing a lot on to me, Steve Macklin? He's, he, to be honest, he's grown. At, at first, it was like stale, but he's slightly like kind of grown on me. Um, but now it's like up to impact to see what the replacement plans are because these were three big matches for impact and now they have to shuffle things around. So then so. my thing is if they had three big matches, why don't you just plan sort of like a elimination match around all those competitors, keeping the storylines intact. That's probably the logical decision. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's probably because you everything's relevant. You're just losing out on the biggest draw, which is your current champ. Yeah, that's it. So you keep everything together and just uh, use everybody else part of the story. That's how yeah. you remedy that. You don't we, go into main definitely. We definitely wish him a speedy recovery because you know okay. he's carried impact for the the. I I, I would say for the past year or so, probably yeah. like year or two. So. Um, what wishes to him? Impact better hold on to him and loose for the long term. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> now we go to WWE, in which I think you guys are pretty excited. Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio officially said, yeah, Yes, yeah, sir. Probably, I've said this for like, how so? How is it for Soto? Like, what, eight months? Yeah. I this is now, it's, it's a tough situation. Not tough for like the rest of it. I think it's gonna be a fun match because you have a guy that's been training his son for years. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm standing on the show now. This is officially the end of Rey Mysterio going to the Hall of Fame. This storyline will now complete his career, and now the now the the collar and leash are officially off of Dominic. After this match, this is where this is where we as fans and those who are critics. And analysts, you know, how you want to break this down, can now look at Dom Mysterio as does he have what it takes to be a legitimate wrestler? 
I, I just uh, wonder what's going to happen because, you know, Dominic is going to have the Judgment Day on his corner. Ray will probably have Legato on his corner. Right. Um, the decision here is to have Dominic beat Ray if you're yes. going to continue building up uh, Dominic. Um, this is a, a feud that's been building up for many months. And, you know, Ray kept refusing to fight his own son. And, but after his son being so disrespectful week Completely. after week after week, but especially to his very own mother, Ray's wife, Ray couldn't take it and finally struck. Doesn't this, doesn't this um, feel like an Attitude Era type storyline? It's a beautiful one, that it's, it's no, lovely. Honestly, it, this has been building for many, many months. But I'm saying like just the old school nostalgia. Yeah, no, absolutely. How, how they get their families actually involved. With the storyline, absolutely. Ever, ever since, ever since Dom cost Ray their match, I don't know if it was for the tag championship or it's for a, a, a contention. Ever since that happened, it's been like you've seen you see the holes in the armor. We have the one armor started to appear worse we and worse. So I'm gonna put it like that, B. He could be retiring, but they could make it a series and end it at SummerSlam. But Obviously, why would, why would it go to SummerSlam? I thought, well, I thought it was going to end at oh, Mania, to be honest. I yeah, thought, I'm saying that. That's what I was going to say. It could be. That's what I'm saying. It's possibly, but it makes sense to end it on the biggest stage. Oh, now we have one week. So well, next week, are we going to get where Rey Mysterio says, uh, puts his career on line, says his career versus gonna, you leaving, you leaving Judgment Day, and then his career means Dominic, which Dominic and Rey Mysterio have both gone on interview saying once Rey Mysterio is done, Dominic wants to carry on the legacy with his dad and wear his mask. Right. So if we when we get a Judgment Day Dom wearing sort of like an enhanced but dark version of Rey Mysterio's mask. I think kind of fire. Maybe 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 the WCW the full on the full on the full outfit. Maybe. Or is he going to be like WCW Rey Mysterio with no mask and just, you know, swaggy or well, trying to be swaggy. I just if, if the end of Judgment Day is coming. It, it may. It, it seems like it is. Because I think those guys are better fit the, being away from each other. It, uh, the way I see it is, I personally. I mean, we're going to give our WrestleMania predictions uh, yeah. later later in the week, but yeah. I feel like Rhea is going to beat Charlotte. So Rhea is going to drift off to SmackDown. Um, Finn Priest and Finn, Finn is bringing back the demon persona, and we've never seen a heel demon. We've seen obviously the demon, but we've never seen a heel demon, so I don't know how that's going to play out. Um, Damien is due know. for a um, singles for run. Push. Yeah, it's only you see it for a while. You see an IC push, you see a US title push, a mid card. They'll put in that scrum, which which they need. WWE needs a good, wholesome. Mid card push. Yeah. Um. B. So I have a question with you. What you got? What's up with Bobby Lashley? Oh God. Don't know, man. Just show up and fuck somebody up. <laughs> well, somebody tweeted out a picture yesterday. Since we're talking about that, they saw Bray Wyatt in I think it was in California somewhere, and he seemed happy. So all those rumors about him being unhappy with creative stuff. I no, don't think I, I just don't. Know. I like, think the creative problem isn't what. Or not. I think I think I, I, think I was going to say that I think well oh this is what I was going to get into thank you for reminding me so I retweeted something yesterday that I found interesting that a couple people from WWE were tweeting about uh, the time is almost here um, oh yeah so yeah, so it was uh, you, you saw the one with um Eric what's Eric, his face Eric, Eric Rowan Eric yep Eric Rowan aka Eric Redbeard they had um, 
Alexa. Alexa Bliss is coming back because they said she was on uh, The Mass Singer. Vincent from Vincent. Uh, previous work in Ring of Honor. Yep, and I, I'm trying to remember who else. Is it, they, they got four. It's, it was four wrestlers. If I'm not mistaken. I got a, I got oh, Paul Dallas as Howdy. As five. And then and you then, got Bray. Um, no. And then somebody else. Oh, I forgot his name, uh, name right now. That uh, Grayson Waller? He, no, he also worked with Vincent. Um, I can't remember right now. But yeah, no, Henry. I heard this. No, I seen the same. Actually, I saw it on TikTok rather than I seen it on Twitter. But everybody like there's like you, it was all random ass. Um, oh, Dutch, Dutch, Dutch. Oh, there we go. Yep, there we go. Random ass comments saying, "Oh, it's time. The time is near. Coming soon." And everything was cool, but Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss, oh, she's coming back from. Um, they said it was some uh, surgery, but it was from the mass center. That's, that's no, what it well, was. Not, no, not only that, she they did say she had a cancer scare too. So. It was like some kind of skin, some kind of skin cancer. She had, she had that um, too. So yeah, but it was a quick one, two, three thing. Like they they caught it, saw it, and yeah. And so she was, well, she's, she's, she's healthy. Before, before coming, oh, going back to Bobby Lashley, we do you know we're, we're thankful that everything is all right with Alexa Bliss because she was getting a lot of hate and a lot of criticism of taking uh, time off and this hiatus. And she was just getting all this like negative feedback just, from people. Just, that's just and... fans not understanding and jumping to conclusions about some. I'm going to say it because there's a lot out there on the internet, rinky dink bullshit person that thinks they have the news. Dave Meltzer something out there. And yeah. well, Dave Meltzer is always an asshole to the women wrestlers. So let's 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 call it, <laughs> let's, let's call it spade spade with that. But I mean, yeah, like um, I think. Uh, I saw a graphic about Bobby Lashley's WrestleMania plans that they were going to have him in the Andre the Giant <laughs> Royal Rumble match with uh, LA Knight. And I was just like, I saw the picture of so many people just making memes like, what the fuck is this? And everything like that. I don't think he, I don't think him or LA Knight or Legado that Fantasma is going to be involved in any of that. I think it's, I think that's just one of those little matches where it's just like, oh, let's just get whatever. And it's not even going to be done on WrestleMania. It's going to be done on SmackDown, which makes no fucking sense. Well, yeah. It, which, says, it, says, it says WrestleMania. They brought back the Andre the Giant Memorial. Uh. <laughs> it's, it, first of all, they said, yeah, it's the, it says, when you look at it, it says, Brandon, WrestleMania, uh, Andre the well, Giant. WrestleMania SmackDown. They got to stop why, doing that. SmackDown doing that? is SmackDown. Raw is Raw. NXT is NXT. Backlash is backlash. WrestleMania is WrestleMania. Stop putting WrestleMania in the fucking promos. Stop that. You're better. I think think that's that's terrible. The the fact that, listen, all these guys want to be on, uh, you know, in WrestleMania at some capacity. Even yeah, if just put in night one. Just do night one pre-show. Done it, and I, I'm put that tired. match on the card. Then that, yeah. that makes no sense. Why are we putting? Why are we putting that on SmackDown? What? So, so you don't have real to pay quick, the rest of us their extra bonus. Real, real quick, the the participants are uh, Joaquin Wilde, Cruz del Toro, Mace, Mansoor, um, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallish, Sean Benjamin. Uh, Cedric Alexander, yeah, even the OC on there too. Oh my god, the OC needs to be in the program. That's yeah, fun. Humberto Adonis, Todd Dollar, Santos. Oh my god, Santos Escobar. Oh my god, uh, Dexter Loomis. This Bush. shit is ass. Stop reading the list. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm just gonna stop. I, I'll be honest with you. I think it's Bobby Lashley who, who I saw Bobby Lashley's name and I was like, I didn't have to read the rest. You go. I saw Bobby Lashley and I was like, all right, I'm going with Bobby Lashley. The last two, if if. 
Bray Wyatt does not come back, which I have a feeling he's probably will. Who who knows? It's gonna like, be LA Knight and Bobby Lashley. Who knows? They could like I, I if if Bray Wyatt is good to go, if he's good to go, I can see LA Knight winning that match. I can see yes, I can see Bray Wyatt costing Bobby Lashley, and then Bobby Lashley like challenging him either night one, night two, whatever the case may be. That works. And that that works. Exactly. But you have to, but you have to do that. But you have to do that like a pre-show to give everybody the mania moment. So give night, because they keep said, LA Knight needs a mania moment. So do it pre-show so he gets his mania That's moment a, before the LA kickoff. Knight doesn't need, and, and LA Knight doesn't need a mania moment. He needs no, to be in the main event scene for future. Oh yeah, but we mentioned that. LA Knight is, I think, a lock to win the money in the bank. Either this year, next year, whatever the mm-hmm. case may be, I think he, he is. Needs, but he I just think that scenario fits in perfectly because Ellie Knight just came back from a, you know uh, a feud with Bray Wyatt, so there's history there. So the last two has to be Ellie Knight and Bobby Lashley, with Bray Wyatt making some sort of appearance and, and causing somebody the or Howdy, Howdy, and then Bray Wyatt's on the because then if you if you do that, you like Uncle Howdy. Yeah, I like Uncle Howdy. I like Uncle Howdy. We don't really know who he is. So I, I mean, some yeah, some just some fat, like, just some fat dude in the beer sitting there laughing with the well, with the giant said, hat. I think for what I heard the last two or three times, I'm not mistaken, it has been uh, Bo Dallas. Which I, I think yeah, yeah. Soto said before it would confirm be Bo. In the beginning, it, his like first two or three appearances, it wasn't Bo Dallas. Yeah, it was Grayson Waller. No. no, no, it was somebody somebody old. It was no, it's the guys who tweeted. It was the, yeah. the guys we talked about. It was them. They both played it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So then, going uh, well, the the last topic, um, on the show is Randy Orton returning as a heel. As long as he's healthy, I don't care what capacity we have. Randy Orton just come back healthy. Is he? Is now? I heard the feud. First feud is going to be the interesting one. I heard it's going to be uh, probably Randy Orton versus Riddle. I heard it. Oh, well, I'm not going to say I heard. I read Randy Orton versus Cody. That'd be and nice. I, and I feel like it makes the most sense. I mean, they both have history together, especially since... Or know, they, put Cody they, on. They, you know, they yeah, it was Legacy. In Legacy. So, I mean, it just makes a... I, I feel like it's it's like Randy Orton has to return, be friends with Cody, only just to, like, turn on him. Right. My question him. is, if Orton is it... Well, we all have a feeling. I know we've been seeing the TikTok memes because we're, you know, obviously on TikTok too as well. But... Everybody's been putting the TikTok meme of what happens if Cody Rhodes doesn't win at WrestleMania. So he's going to win, and they have Roman Reigns. So my thing is, is Randy Orton and Cody Rhodes, like you said, if they feud, and if, let's say Cody's a champion, will Randy Orton win and become what fifteen time? I believe it no, is? no. I, I honestly, I don't think Randy Orton's going to. Or Orton or, or, or doesn't beat Cody. Yeah, I think Orton puts him over. I was just going to yeah. say that. I think I think Orton's at the point. Where he doesn't really need another oh, w- title if, run. They, they may give him one just because, like, yo, listen, like, would, you, you've done so much would, for us. Two people I would give a title run to. Honestly, in my opinion, some point down the line, I'm a, I know it's going to sound crazy, Randy Orton to get him to 15. And to break the record, John Cena. John, uh, that's possible only because John Cena doesn't have a full time schedule. He's not. No, but I'm saying he. If anybody, he he worked there his ass off for a long time. I think he deserves to be the one. I know everybody's saying, "Oh, Charlotte is going to break that." Yes, she broke already the woman reign. We don't care about Charlotte, times, but <laughs> but my thing is, it should be. 
I think number one and two, honestly, all time. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Man, John no. Cena. Let's Rick Flair and Randy Orton. That's that's cool and all, but please don't put Charlotte in this conversation. We don't. We don't oh no no no! I'm saying I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing a, a Cena Cody feud. Cena Cody SummerSlam. Cena Cody. Cena Cena gives back and puts I think, him over. I, think, in Mania. I, I honestly think we're gonna see uh, Orton Cody SummerSlam. That makes the most sense. Um, it, there's, it, the, it, there's, it, the riddle, there's the riddle factor in there too, so don't forget that too. Well, Riddle yeah, has to come back. But, but exactly, you don't. But know. Riddle has a lot of personals that we got to take care Riddle's of. Riddle's just Riddle's a big... coming back. His suspension's up after WrestleMania. No, no, but he was supposed to have been back. Yeah, he, he, I think he, he was. I think he was supposed to be back by like Rumble, like January, and no, that he had never a, he happened. Had a, he had a sixty-day suspension, so no. So no, it, no, it'll be interesting and, to see. And he had, but, to, and he had to go to. So that was the other part too. Yeah, that, yeah. He, he's got a lot of personal situation, personal business to take care of. Um, we'll see how that pans out for him. But if Orton comes back and has a quick two month feud with um, Cody, it wouldn't be the worst idea in the world. Yeah. Like I'm all for it. So as you as you wind down this wonderful episode of the Sons of Flip Wrestling Podcast, I want to ask y'all a question. I got a three pack for you guys. WrestleMania is around the corner, right? We love WrestleMania. One of the greatest shows in the world. One of the hottest shows in the world that, you know, even people outside of the the wrestling business um, tunes in to enjoy. We have Extra. We have Dateline. We have Fox is there. ESPN goes down and does their uh, showcase for everybody. You know, there's a lot of love being given down there. Um, WrestleMania promos for, for... some of the best matches we've ever seen. Top three video promos you guys have seen, in your opinion. Your favorites. Ooh. I'll let Solo go first because I know Solo was thinking about that. Like, right, one so- of mine is is Rock Austin at WrestleMania 19. That promo leading ahead, and you knew, like, this is it. This is the, you know, they fought in 15, they fought in 17. And, he, and fighting in 19, like 17 was fire. 17 was great. That's probably the best match they ever had. But 19, especially looking like, yeah. looking looking at how everything panned out, that was the end. That was a great promo to send it off for them to wrestle at Mania. Which Mania are you talking about with them? 19. Okay. Their, la- their, their, their last one. So I, yeah. I, I have to name three? You can, pick, you can pick a couple. I have three personally. That was one of them. The other one I have is Taker Michaels 2. The first... The first match was probably the best match they ever had, but the second promo, the second match, the promo to that match leading up to it was even better. Just to build up for like how Michaels falls off a cliff, Taker's like, "Yo, I'm not gonna fight you, bro." Like we 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 had probably the greatest match of all time, and I'm not gonna fight you against over. You had your shot. And he goes crazy, costing the belt at the chamber, and then this and the third. It just led up to a career, you know, title versus career match. Yeah, and then. Um, Daniel Bryan's run at WrestleMania 30. The promo for him to fight Triple H to kick off WrestleMania 30, that promo was top tier. And that whole year, the year Daniel Bryan was crazy. So those would be my three personal video promos. Yeah, so... Um, Alright, so I can think of two and I'm being hella biased. <laughs> you can be. This, this, this and, is your and list. it happened to be like... Uh, well, you'll see. So I'm gonna go with Taker Kane WrestleMania 14. Because that was a good one. Because we're not, and we're not talking about the match. We're talking about the build up and the video promo. Yes. Because Undertaker 
kind of like similar to like Ray and Dom. Um, it was Big Brother. You know, Undertaker refused to uh, wrestle Kane until Kane obviously attacked him and I guess kept provoking him. So, and then it was like brother versus brother and it's like first time ever. So, you know, that, that right there, the build that up promo was, was like, crazy. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. And it's like, you know, you have the, the fire side versus the dead side. So, right. um, all these, you know, um, crazy getting in comparison. <laughs> right. right. Um, and then all these supernatural fucking, you know, things going on. Um, so that's one. So then again, I'm sticking with the same matchup: Undertaker versus Kane, WrestleMania 20. Why? That was hard too. Oh, Undertaker's gone. Kane running crazy. It was the return of the Dead Man. Like we've seen Big Evil, and that was a great run. Um, but it was after all these years, it was finally the return of the Undertaker. Um, and everybody was like, oh, what's he going to look like? Oh, like, how is this all going to pan out after all these years? And, I mean, you know, obviously the history of The Undertaker and Kane, you know, feuding and then teaming up. And then, you know, um, yeah, I was really excited about that. So that that's going to be two. And then the last one. That's a hard, uh, always hard to get three. I mean, I have three, I'm, too, but it's hard. I'm going to go with, I think I'm going to go with HBK. I, I, I'm going to go back to WrestleMania 14. I'm going to go with HBK versus Austin. That built great. All, all the way to be, oh, my Texas special guest referee. And like, well, you didn't find out like the week before. It's just iconic because right then and there, you know, uh, HBK, um, that was what, the, the match before HBK retired? Okay. Yeah, that that was the, that was his that was his corporate retirement match. He walked away from. Yeah, that. and then because of back issues, and then Austin was the most popular guy in the business. Yeah, um, at, at, was it after? Was it before or after Austin uh, passed out to um, Bret Hart at thirteen? I think it was yeah. thirteen. After that, he was just red hot from that point forward. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, just just the whole build up, you know. Um, and it was a classic, so I'm going with that. So those are my three. Uh, I could go. My first one would probably be Rock uh, Austin WrestleMania 17. Classic. That was, classic. That's when they were at the top of their game. That was the best Austin. <laughs> one and two, and, and everybody else. <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, you got the best Austin and the best Rock. I mean, that's the the easiest way to put it. I'm not gonna dive too much into it. That, that was, was uh, 1A versus 1B. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my second one would be WrestleMania 21, HBK versus Kurt Angle. That okay. So that match was low key the best, the best undercard match ever, and yeah. no one realized until way later. Like, yo, that was a that was a five star match, and no one paid attention to that. The fact they actually went like the third match of the night, the fourth match of the night. Yeah. Yep. And for my third one is because I'm gonna go with this changed his career and he's been pretty much a staple in WWE for a long time. As much as people hate him, I'm going to go with uh, the Miz to hate me now. WrestleMania. When okay. He had, when he had, uh, when he had the uh, Nas song coming out and uh, his WWE career actually 
pretty much took off a lot from there. I mean, he became a, pretty much a staple that he's been solid in WWE for years. Everybody's always he been. has been though. People hate him, but it's like, yo, bro, like the Miz has been one of the best in the business for WrestleMania years. twenty-seven. That's the year it was. Um, yes, 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 yes. That, yes. Yeah, that, that that was fire. I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna lie. I know one of my friends is a huge Miz fan, so I'm, I know he's probably gonna be shocked that I actually. Oh, you get love on this podcast. But, but yes, yeah, I mean, about. I mean, his promos during that year were just. He's always he he he's always been great on the mic. Like, yeah, there's, there's nothing else like Miz has done nothing wrong in WWE when it comes to the fans. Like, he's been fantastic. Yeah, so those he's are my had, he's, he's done everything that WWE has asked him to do. So and they give him back. They've given it back to him as well, which yeah. is nice. Yep. Yeah, those are my so. top three. I won't go any further than that. But those are my three. We we could we could talk. After I, I, I throw the question, I, I, I throw a three pack up in the air just to see if you know what's your opinions on it, but. I don't know. All everyone, anything named, all nine were 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 legitimate promos, and those like oh, they get you hype. Those bills were so great; they get you hype for the for the actual match itself, whether it felt flat or was it beyond expectations or expected. So that'll do it for us in today's episode of the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in week in and week out, showing us love. You can catch us on all the social media platforms. We were on Instagram. At sfw.podcast. We're on Twitter at Flip Wrestling. We're on YouTube and Facebook at the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast page. We are live on TikTok at Sunset Flip Wrestling. You can check us out on all our streaming platforms to listen. All audio is on Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, so on and so forth. Um, formerly known as Anchor, it is now known as Podcasters. Uh, same format. Basically, if you go, you type in Anchor, it becomes podcasters. Go on there. It's a free sign up. One, two, three. Just use your email. You start doing a podcast. Like Henry has with his. Like he's on with us. We have ours. Um, if you guys want to touch your own podcast, it's free and easy. Just use use podcasters. Anchor podcasters. You just so so. How easy is this? This, this is fun, right? Oh, this is a piece of Henry, you having a blast? Do yeah, a podcast. I'm saying yeah, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Merch coming soon. As you can see, Big Man Henry here, Senpai says, has the shirt. We'll be having different colors coming out soon. So be on the lookout for that. We got people coming on very, very soon for some episodes. Um, yeah. After this point, we got the our our go home show before Mania. And uh yeah. Yeah, so tune in probably we should Probably be on what Thursday, uh, Thursday to give our predictions. Are we are we going to be going uh, live with audio only on uh, TikTok with our reactions to each match? Well, uh, we we'll see that, how that goes. Possibility. Uh, we'll see how that goes because the last time that she gave me, I said, I said, oh, 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 we, don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't we don't speak about a business of the feds. You feel me? <laughs> no, no, you're good with that. Audio, nobody sees anything. <laughs> it's part of the part of the thing. That's what most people, most popular. Uh, Twitch and everything do they don't show video? Why? Because of copyright. Yeah. Well, we are. You can show. You can show our reactions, and we can have conversations about all the matches and what's happening. That's perfectly legal. They can't do anything about that. Yeah, well, so if anybody yeah. out there is thinking of streaming the pay per view, don't do it. Just have a live reaction and talk I about learned, it. I learned my lesson. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're, we're, we're all set. So. Soto, wrap this up, baby. Time for us to get out of here. I got to go to the gym. Time to get a workout in. Yeah, I got to go run some errands. I got to go to the mall, pick up MLB The Show. 
Yo, pick up the show, fellas. Y'all need it. Fans, y'all need it. Get it. W2K is out. 2K23 is out. Get all of that. Resident Evil 4 is out. Get all of that. Looking looking nice for the springtime for the summer, for the games, baby. Yep, absolutely. So then, fellas, I'll catch y'all around. See y'all next week. Later.